We'd like to start off this podcast by prefacing that, although we are six men speaking about the perspective of underprivileged women, we are coming from a position as outsiders viewing in. I'm Nick. I'm Denon. I'm Ryan. I'm Will. I'm James. And I'm Tyler. Uh, the discussion for today is about uh, the book Girl Rising, which focuses on inequalities of women generally in third world countries and uh, how some are fighting for their freedom. We'd like to start our stories today by beginning with Wadley from Haiti. At just seven years old, when Haiti suffered a major earthquake, um, causing her school to be destroyed, she was not allowed to go to the school that was set up because it was only for boys. But Wadley did what many um, underprivileged girls do, and she kept going back and fighting for her education, which eventually, with persistence, um, allowed her to attend the class. Uh, If I do recall correctly, I think Wadley uh, just didn't have the financial the money to pay for her school. It wasn't just the boys that could go. It's just that she didn't have the money. Oh, that's pay. right. That's well, right. That, earthquake sh- that earthquake struck financial crisis through the whole country. So. Yeah, but those who had money and paid for their education got in. Those who didn't have money. Yeah, and her mom didn't have enough money to pay, so she just kept going back until they let her stay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And She was eventually allowed to attend classes. Though. Yeah, yeah and she important. went back at, day after day, being kicked out every single day, but eventually her teacher's like, all right, Right, and it's and it's I important to mention while we are talking about underprivileged women, it, the problem with financial um, instability and in situations that kids are born into, it's not just women, it's it's men and women. And um, free education is something that we as a world should push for everyone. Uh, Tyler, you read one of the stories too that you liked, right? Yeah, so there's another story about Najud, who's a 10-year-old girl in Yemen. Um, and it was pretty um, common in our culture for these young girls to be forced into marriage. Um, actually, there's a statistic. Girls from poor families are nearly twice as likely to marry before the age of 18 uh, rather than girls from wealthier families, which is pretty crazy to think about. Um, so basically, her husband forced her into sexual relations, which scarred her for life. Yeah. She was 10 years old. Wow. It's uh, crazy to think that. 10? Yeah. She not was, to cut you off, but it's, it's also crazy to think that it's not always just the husband that- it's not always just their husband, but oftentimes um, girls find themselves sold into different families or into labor by their own parents and um, like even their father. Um, and it's not always just for money. Oftentimes it's because their parents don't feel like they can support their kids financially. And that's the only way literally for them to survive. Mm-hmm. They yeah, don't but- think that they can feed their children. They don't think they can like put clothes on their back or even like help them survive through life. So like, this is the only thing I can do for them. And I want them to have a better life than starve to death in my care. Yeah. And in Nujud's case, um, this happened generations before her. Um, So this wasn't the first time that happened. Um, And she spoke to her mom. Um, She was desperate to get out of the situation. Um, And I have a quote here from Nujud. It says, uh, since forever, I've learned to say yes to everything. Today, I've decided to say no. So after a court hearing, um, a judge decided to take her in until they could find a proper home for her, um, which is pretty crazy because that was the first time in her generation that um, that this was stopped and that she put an end to it. It really is like a never-ending cycle because all these girls, they get sent off because their families are too poor and they're married into families too young. And then they end up having children too young and they don't have the 
financials to support these kids so then they marry off their kids again so it just keeps going over and I, over again i believe that was called the ripple effect right mm-hmm. <laughs> uh tyler mentioned like a court hearing i believe that the law says it's illegal for child marriage but there really isn't like anyone to enforce the rules if i remember correctly i think like there's very little like uh what's the word like there's not a lot of law enforcement yeah. and, and yeah. not only that but these girls don't have a lot of it. these girls yeah. don't have a lot of assistance they also yeah. don't have the absolute mental capacity to simply just raise a family at 10 years old yeah, yeah. right like at 10 years old i was playing with legos and worrying about dinosaurs <laughs> let alone marrying off and that's and that's never mind having a kid and that's that's where you see the ripple effect that's where and um adding a statistic to what we were just talking about um children everywhere are vulnerable and in fact 33 percent of enslaved people are under the age of 18 which is such a large number when you consider just how many people are still enslaved um in these third world countries and a lot of them are girls mm-hmm. and when you think of that stat you think it's like okay well ages 17 and 16 but no like we're talking about like ages of eight and like 10 like they're crazy young yeah and you yeah, know about but no, even no younger, ass. and 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 some girls are even raised into it, which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. is horrible, and born into it. Um, that's what a lot of people do. They'll they'll take a young girl, they'll raise them, and they'll get them pregnant, and their kid will be born into the slavery, which is horrible. Mm-hmm. We all think about slavery, how it's like gone now, it's gone from America, but like it's still going on around the world in all these different third world countries, and mm-hmm. it's just, right, it's, it's horrible it's, to it, see. And it's the same as child labor. I mean, it's not just child labor, but there's these laws that are put in place but not enforced and these people have no other option but to well some are forced and then then there are some people that have no other option but to go into this for their literal survival mm-hmm. on the topic of uh child slavery and stuff it, i read the story of suma a girl named suma who was raised as a count kamlari which is basically an underground child slave for families she had multiple different masters during her time as a kamlari it was all although it was still her as i was saying uh at night times her masters let her get a an education at night time and she loved that when this led to her actually becoming free out of a camlari and helping other women around the so what's a camlari it's basically like a, a slave she has masters she just does what they say it's horrible. right and and you mentioning that she loved that it it goes to show that a lot of these girls really just want an opportunity to be educated and mm-hmm. which is crazy because a lot of them don't even know that they're it, a lot of them literally don't even know that there is further education but some of them just have a desire and a dream and a will and that's when you see people fight mm-hmm. like wildly um to further their education even at a very young age well let me throw a stat at you real quick a child born to a literal illiterate mother is 50% more likely to survive past the age of five, which shows kind of shows the importance of mm-hmm. educating women, too. Yeah, and I don't think that <clears throat> I don't think it's very common for girls that are forced to become liar for their masters to allow them to get an education. I don't think yeah, that's, exactly. yeah. it's, it's not a very pop, uh, common thing for them to have. No, you'll have a 10 or 13 year old girl who may not even. We may not even know that there is a further education out there working from early morning to late night um, restlessly for no pay uh, with no breaks. And that's all that they know. Out of throw a statistic at you, Nick. Uh, right. I have trafficking, trafficking victims by gender and age. 
Uh, women are 49%, so I believe that's above 18. Uh, younger girls are at 21%. Uh, men are 18%, and boys are at 12%. And 40% of the is forced labor. Uh, sexual is 53, and other is seven. Sexual slavery is 53, I meant to say, sorry. Yeah, and it's crazy to think, um, and it's really no surprise based on what we've been talking about throughout this podcast, that the vast majority of those numbers are women and girls. But it's actually so insane to think that 53% of trafficking victims are going to slavery, which is just like, yeah, it's such a hard number to comprehend. Some people think that slavery is not even around or a thing anymore. No, it's sexual slavery. Yeah. Yeah. Not just regular slavery, Tyler. Another fact to discuss uh, amongst each other is that a child born to a literate mother is 50% more likely to survive past the age of five, which is pretty crazy. Wow. Why that makes you, sense. Why do you think that is, Ryan? Mm, I feel educated people just can do stuff easier. <laughs> and this <clears throat> also represents the ripple effect because all these daughters are being brought into the world by illiterate mothers and then they grow up to be also illiterate and they keep having children so it just keeps happening in the same cycle over and over again that's what nick brought up earlier right? yeah, i think so yeah yeah and educated mothers are more likely to want their daughters to be educated too and for them to have a better life because they know they did that's also like the ripple effect but yeah. in a positive that's, that's way we're but like about, yeah. but like in the other way all right i have a question for you guys uh why do you guys think some people survive when others just can't I think it's because often some are truly just dealt a bad hand in life, whether there be gender in a certain country or their family situation. Family is definitely important to all the girls and the stories we have read about, and it often shapes how they become as a person and how they grow up. Uh, I agree. And I also think that these stories tend to depict a vivid image of the hardship that these families go through in a daily life, specifically the daughters. But it also shows how their families stick by them and try to do what they think is best for them, even though it tends to be sending them off to become Kamalaris. And in one specific story that I read about, there was a young girl named Bungia Nehu. <laughs> tough name, tough name. Tough and tough on two different occasions, occasions, she came home to find her father with an arranged marriage for her. But luckily her brother, Yetsida, <laughs> stepped in to protect his sister and make sure that she wasn't married off, which really shows how they stick together and how they protect each other. Right. So as crazy as it is, like some people survive purely just based on luck of the draw, which is Mm -hmm. horrible, but it is a uh, crude reality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just have one more question for you guys. Um, What are some of the ways that you feel an an individual ends up in a hostile environment? Well, I feel like some people can, with power can tend to be really greedy. Um, and many third world countries suffer as a result of these greedy people. Um, the Taliban is a good example of this. Um, they have control in the Middle East, and they put a lot of people in dangerous circumstances. Um, they're known for fighting against women's equality, and uh, many households were palpable once the tab- Taliban had fallen. Yeah, and uh, many families also have children that they can't afford to feed, and their lives are very difficult uh, within the family. Uh, they attempt to give a better life. Uh, they'll sell uh, a lot of their daughters off uh, as a wife to someone else so uh, they won't survive. 
it's again goes to the ripple effect and uh yeah. how a community is it's just part of the community uh also uh, put in very tough situations and it's just how they choose to deal with it i guess yeah totally sure. agree and that's going to conclude our discussion on the book girl rising um yeah i just want to thank you guys for listening yeah, thanks for listening in, guys. Thanks uh, for coming in and stopping by. Yeah. yeah. Please Hope like us. Tune in next week. And we'll see you.